welcome to another episode of What Incarnation. I'm here with my dad, as always, Skip Kerr. Hi, Dad. Hi, Heather. How are you doing? I'm really, really good. Thank you very much for asking. It's been a really great day. Wow, your sales must be up, I guess. Oh, tripling, quadrupling. Yeah, really. Hourly, just hourly. Okay. <laughs> That's enough. What's there to talk about? Nothing, apparently. Nothing. I've got it all under control. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> we'll find out how, how far in control you really are. Oh, boy. I know. You're on a mission, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be. Well, you know what? It's it's been a challenging situation with COVID, but we're muddling our way through, I guess. Muddle is good. That's a good word. I think the summer is, you know, it's always tougher in the summer, especially now you've lost so much of your business, talking yeah. about your corporate stuff and all that. Corporate and weddings. Weddings, funeral work, that's probably disappearing. Yeah, right yeah. Now. We can't gather over 50 right now. Well, what you're going to have to do, you know, do it... Let's do it right now. Let's talk about this. Let's do an analysis of how a flower shop makes its money. Okay, I'm down for that. Okay, well, you know, there's been such a decline. Let's, let's, see, I have a problem. I, number one, you got this general decline in flower shops over the years, but there seems to be that there's been no real downflow to everybody in sales. What I mean by that is, where there was a hundred shop and shops before, and now there's forty, mm -hmm. you would think that a whole bunch of business would have floated your way just because there's a general attrition of stores, right? Well, that would logically make sense. Yeah. Well, it just doesn't seem to happen that way it, to a great degree. I don't think there's been a huge change. I mean, the huge change has not been for flower shops, but I guess the huge change to me has been. A lot of flowers are being purchased outside of the flower shop circle into the, let's call it the mass marketers. The nasty mass marketers. <laughs> the uh, M word. The M word. The Costco. Oh, no, can't oh, say can't Yeah, say I Costco. just said it. The Costco's of the world. They're taking the business away, I'm presuming. And you guys are losing it. So, yeah. I mean, okay. yeah, you got to analyze. Where's your business come from? Let's start with that. General business. But let's get something right up, up front. First of all, you know, like I've heard flower shops, particularly flower shops, are saying things like, we have better flowers than the mass marketers. I hear that often, yes. Well, generally, that's not true. Why do you think that? Well, I know that. I don't think it. The simple fact is they buy directly. They're buying from the farms. They're buying in quantity. They're getting the product to them. And they're, they're using lower margins than you're using. Often their product is probably better than the product you're buying. Because they're buying straight from the farms. They're not using any brokerages. Or... Oh, that's correct. It's not, it's, first of all, it doesn't come in and sit at a warehouse in a, in a wholesaler for a week before you pick it up and buy it. It goes directly to their retail outlets. So right. they're buying a lot of time on you right there. Yeah. Think yeah. of it that way. That's true. Yeah, and then so the, the retail customer is probably getting equal product to you and then getting it uh, without having it with a lot, a lot of age on it. The seven right. days that up to seven days it could sit at a wholesaler before he sells it to you. Right, yeah. So assuming that your wholesaler is buying directly, which I don't even think they do often, and I, I mean that sincerely, I think a lot of wholesalers 
tend to buy on price. So they're, they're the leader of the pack and trying to get lower prices. And when you buy on price, you, you buy on age of product. So they're saying... Uh, when I go out and I, I get a great deal on roses for like nickel or whatever, some crazy yeah, whatever. random price, that that product is the first thing they're trying to move. So they're going to give you a big discount on it so they can get it out of their warehouse. Well, it's the old adage. It's the old saying, as I've said before on this program, uh, your first loss is your best loss. I learned that a long time ago. And, and so they keep dropping the price as the product gets older. Right. You know, I mean, nobody's going to sell it under their bloody cost. No, I can agree with that. that no farmer is. Yeah. And uh, I tell you, that's that's the problem. So let's get that out of our heads that we got better product. Okay. We, We're, we are now subpar with Costco? Well, I, no, I'm going to say, you know, it's the old adage. you got quality product or you can have great service or you can have great pricing. So they've got quality product, right? And they have great pricing, but not great service. They got no service. No service is probably a better way to put that. Well, what do they do for you? They 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 don't. Actually, they don't even handle it. I mean, the company that's wholesale that's their wholesaler is usually cleaning out, you know, cleaning everything up for them and putting them out for them. And sure, yeah. They don't even do that. So they got a great system, and they got a price issue. They keep their prices nice and low. Their margins are tidy. So anyway, that puts you at a huge disadvantage. Especially Except for the on service. On service, yeah. But yeah. price, well, we do have to admit, I would struggle competing with Costco pricing. You don't. So don't even say you struggle. You're not even in the same ballpark. Okay. Well, you, <laughs> That's awesome. Well, how can you... What, well, are you selling okay. your, what are you selling your roses for? Just give me a quick... Synoptic. Okay, well, are we talking at cash and carry <laughs> You like, don't even sell you, it. <laughs> you don't carry it. Let's not go there. Okay, you know are we talking answer. vases? Okay, we won't even talk to it because you'll just embarrass yourself. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, as with most florists, quite oh, frankly. Well. They don't they don't pass anything on. Uh, but anyway, so you got to look at it. That's not your... What your advantage is really, you're selling the number one feel-good gift in the world, and you present it well... You service it well. You should be anyway. Yeah. And, you, you know, there are goods that are really make people, you know, feel good and feel good about Scientifically themselves. Scientifically proven that it does. Scientifically proven, yeah. Yeah. And not only that, you can do it as a gift in one day. You know, if somebody phones in the morning, you can have that gift out. I don't know how many lives you've saved as florists. You know, how many relationships. We're like superheroes. Oh, you're just legendary. Our it's, capes are on the front, though. It's the capes, the apron. Yeah, your know. capes are on the front. Fine. Yeah, I know. It's I know. almost it's so amazing. But the bottom line is that's probably what you do best. You get gifts out to people. They're good. They're usually, you know, by most florists, well-designed and well taken care of. Post-harvest care is eh, suspect, I would suggest. I would think the supermarkets probably outdo you on that. Just simply because they do. They're, gonna, they're not going to put a penny under all their bloody roses. And tell right, everybody yeah. that it's a great, that <laughs> yeah. it really works. They'll actually give out a nice sachet and everything. Yeah, they give out food sachets. And yeah, they, they do I think all the we right had things. That, we had that chat about Yeah, we had that, that chat. Down. But anyway, that's your advantage. So why Services, does anyone... yeah. But you're going to compete with the guy that sells probably chocolates. You're going to... You're in the gift-giving business. They're not. So there's I the think difference. that is a, a great way to put it. We are in the gift-giving business. 
Yeah, I think you have to, once you come to that conclusion, I think then you say, okay, we're, we got some disadvantages, we got some advantages. I, I think uh, one of the advantage you ha- advantages you have over certainly a supermarket is you can have a better selection of flowers. You, you, you will right. strive to get different we flowers. Will get that you, will, you will get that damn ranunculus <laughs> in. And I don't think you'll ever see a ranunculus at the, at the, at the Costco. Yeah, I, I, just, I, don't, I don't see it happening. But right? You I never might, know, but if there's a market. It may catch on. But that's your advantage is you can bring in different flowers. And, and not only that, even the roses, you can bring in better quality roses. And there is a difference in quality of roses. Let's get to that. I, I mean, when I started in this business, I was a nine ninety nine special. Price was everything to me. Yes. Yeah. I had to buy it cheap because I sold it cheap. Yeah. And I had, I convinced the world that 40 centimeters was a long, long stem rose. (laughs) I think we had 30s at one point. (laughs) If I could buy them at 30s, I would, because you'd get more in a box and it brought the price down. So I had no problem with that. And as a florist, you have a responsibility to put the best thing in. Yeah. Absolutely the best. I guess if you're charging. Right? Well, you're charging $100. Don't tell me you, you're going to waste time and give people second-rate bloody roses. Cheaper ones. And you're going to argue over a nickel? Come on. <laughs> We're not even going down that road. I, We're not taking that path, are we? <laughs> no, because many florists are on that path. Well, that's a bad path. Even, well, even I would say that's a bad path. <laughs> well, it, you see it all the time. When people... That's why in the wholesale industry, you look in there, often they don't even tell you what rose you're buying. You're buying a rose, right? You go into your wholesaler, you look around. You don't know if it's this rose, that rose. If the guy's taking it out of the package, you don't know. Yeah. And he doesn't say to you, hey, we got real roses here, does he? (laughs) Well, no, that's not true. Some will. Like you can, (laughs) the wrap, A, will tell you what farm it is if it's real. Um Sometimes they do have the name of the rose on the inside of the packaging, so you'll know that well, way. Sometimes, and that's good. And I, I, I think you know. Moving on from that, I'm just saying that we've got to be conscious of that. I don't care if the supermarket is, and your wholesaler should help you out on that. Ooh, I'm raising my hand for those of you that can't see me, which is everyone. Be the floral expert in your community. Come to mind. Well, I've said that before. It's a mantra that I think works, but. I think you have to be. And the floral expert, you've also got to be the floral design expert as well as the floral flower expert. Right. You should know your flowers and you should know design. Absolutely. That's your advantage over the other guy. Right. That is true because technically we should... Your wholesalers have to help you too. And I think in general terms, that's not necessarily true. Not in all terms. There's some great wholesalers out there there doing great jobs. Yeah. But... Their idea when they start hiding uh, labels from you and saying roses and don't tell you whose roses it is and can't tell you what where where they're buying them. It's like going to a fish store. You know, you want to know how long that fish has been sitting there. That generally is a good thing to know. Well, same thing with roses. You should know. I mean, look good to you. Fish looks good to you, but you got to get it home. Find out it's only got three days of life instead of a week. You yeah. got a problem because you're selling it for a hundred dollars. You're not selling it for $9.99. Costco can let that stuff, and they don't. I'm not accusing them of it. I'm saying they sell great product that will last a long time. Yes, they do. Because of their system. It comes in right to their their retail distribution. 
not yeah. into a wholesaler and then to you. Right. I, I mean, I, don't, I know that the wholesale, I mean, I don't deal with a lot. I tend to buy from the farm, but um, the wholesalers I do deal with, I think, I feel they're doing a, a good job just based on the fact that there's not usually by the end of the week, there's really not anything to buy. So I can safely say perhaps that they're doing a great job of their turnover of their cooler and they provide education, which is really good. But it you still know, sits there for seven days, six days. Five yeah. Days. And that's fair. Yeah, it does. And the one thing about it, and then it goes into your shop and sits, it sits there. there for another six days. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. And my point that don't happen at Costco. That's fair. It, it does turn over very quickly at Costco. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so you got a problem there trying to make your stuff. It better look real good. That's another discussion. Anyway, that's not what I really wanted to talk about, but I think you got to set those out as boundaries about where this whole discussion about a flower shop is. Okay. Yes, we've got. We've now got the parameter. Okay. Now here, let's talk about where do you get your orders from. Well, can I start this conversation? Please do. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> the calls most or often calls coming in on the phone, right? Guys, phone in. These are great orders for yep, you. Yep, yep, they're really good, yeah. Number one, he's probably a guy that knows about you, and he's a 100% customer. Yes, there's no discounting here. There's no discounting. That guy phones in, you give him an order, and you go and fill it, yep. and you're you're not worried about it. Whatever you keep, other than cost of goods and delivery, is yours. Right, yep. <laughs> and I like that's those. the perfect order. Yep, that is, that's awesome. But there's other calls on the phone that come in via Google Ads. Right? Yeah, I got my Google ads out there, you bet, sure. for my and website. And I guess we all yeah. know, I mean, to me, Google is the evil empire. They are truly the worst thing that's probably happened to the florists in many years. I cannot disagree with you there. I see my Google bill. It ain't, exactly. It ain't it's, pretty. It's ugly. Yeah. And not only that, it's necessary if yeah. you want those Google orders. Well, they're, they're, they're the new yellow pages. For lack of a better well, way to put it. Well, you know what? Yellow pages were good. You could spend $1,000 or whatever a month. And if you bought the biggest ad, you got the most orders. That was just that simple, hey? It was that simple. The pro You always, in the yellow pages, you wanted the biggest ad. Here, you continually throw ad money out. I know from our experience, our experience says that probably your average order is going to cost you at least ten dollars in Google views. You're gonna have you're gonna pay ten if you take all your Google money you spent, divide it by the number of orders that came through right. on Google, you're probably a minimum of ten. I think ten's light. And I think it's light. I think you can think, go to fifteen I think that's or twenty. Fairly generous. I think fifteen to twenty is probably more accurate. It certainly is, except when the fish are biting. Hence the pricing of a hundred dollar roses. Of course. I'm not I'm not criticizing it. I'm saying that's that's the reality of what you're talking about. Yeah. So let's call that calls on the phone via Google or expensive orders. They're discounted yeah. orders. Website, yeah, web orders, whatever, yeah. Then you have the internet orders that, that come in. If you're using uh, some of these services, you pay a commission to have them. I know Lovingly charges a commission if mm -hmm. an order comes yeah. in. It's a discounted order. Yeah. You might as well. But I think, think even if you have your, running your own website, you would still be having to maintain it and there's cost to that as well so maybe you know it's still cost but yeah know. i mean it's, it's a cost if it's, it's 50, a cost. i don't know what it is 10 15 whatever it is percent whatever it is is a cost it comes right off the 
talk. Unfortunately, it always comes off everything, which means it comes off your delivery. It comes off everything. It does, yeah. Yeah, and it, it makes it a much more expensive order than you think. Uh, but if you maintain your own website, then you've got the expenses of maintaining your own website. And that costs. you got to have people for that, too. Well, you do, and you, there's a lot of work, and you got to do it. And you know. On top of it, you can't have Christmas at Valentine's Day, for instance. Right? Well, that's right. That always looks good. <laughs> right? I've seen that before. You know, only, you know, how crazy is that? You know, two weeks after Mother's Day, and guys still got signs up saying, hey. Hey, it's Mother's Day. Yeah, We're buy yourself out. something from <laughs> yeah. Oh, they don't even say they're sold out. Oh, right on. <laughs> but, okay, so just to summarize, we got calls on the phone. We calls on the phone with Google. We got yep. internet orders that yep. come right into you. Okay. Then we got wire service orders. Yeah. A, a lot of you florists don't like them. Don't take them. And I don't get that. I, I don't understand it either. I think an order is an order. Money is money. Well, unless you've got a very productive shop where they're supplying too much or giving you too much work, then I suppose you could turn your nose away from them. God, then hire someone and get more money. Well, I, I mean, that's how I would do it, but that's I like shoes. Again, I have a habit. Yeah, well, I, t- I guess you do. But they're, they're expensive orders. They're truly expensive. When they, you- they are not making a giant margin on oh, them. I, no. I hate to say it. I, I'm not knocking wire, wire order people. You know, the FTDs and the Telefloras and the Bloom Nets. I'm just saying they're expensive orders for you to get. Yeah. Well, you they're have, not, they they're not leaving a lot of money on the table for you at the end of the day. No, no. So, but they're orders and they get rid of inventory and they make somebody happy and they make somebody maybe a potential customer in the future. That's how I look at it. If you, you service have that to, person. And you, you, you take that. Okay. So. Those those orders basically come in there. The walk-in, well, geez, walk-in is now dropped off to probably next to Bupkis. You know, I mean, especially with COVID, uh, you know, it's gone to phone orders and internet orders and stuff like that. Curbside pickups. and Yeah, mm, that's right. Which means they have to call in to place their order. Yeah. yeah that does make a difference. When I started years ago, our, our walk-in was 70% of our business. 70%. Wow. I think it's yeah. got to be diabolically opposite now. 70% phone, internet, mm-hmm. and 30% walk-in if you're lucky. Well, yeah. I mean, but that was our shops, the type of work we were doing, which was cash and carry. So, right. you know, people came to us and it, it was good business because every guy that walked in my store is a 100% customer. Yeah. You never had to... Right. Yeah. Even even credit card transaction fees probably weren't that big of a deal because it was probably a lot yeah. of cash, right? I assume. Oh, we used to get a lot of cash. Yeah, not like today. You're, I bet you don't see cash. Oh, more I'm always than surprised when they one dollar to a hundred. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah, COVID hasn't helped at all, but that's a fact of life. So your walk-ins knock back. It, yeah. Weddings and vent. Uh, that's a tough business, you know. You, the wedding and events because of COVID have really been knocked apart. Oh, man, has it ever. Yeah, I can't imagine, you know, how devastating it's been for some florists because they would have that would have been their bread and butter. Yeah. And it's gone. It's gone. And, you know, corporate events now are being lost to Zoom events. You know, Zoom the yeah. television or the not television. But the, With the Internet talking where you can see people, meetings like that. Yeah. Yeah, replacing the traditional meetings. And I, I don't think, honestly, it will go back to... Flying out somewhere to have a meeting because it's so convenient just to do a quick Zoom and you're done, right? Well, no, that's true. I mean, business culture will change. 
I think it will. Yeah, and not only that, let's face it, the businesses aren't doing well. I mean, conferences are something you hold and that when business is booming, I always thought, you know, that's when you want to get out raw, raw, raw. And yeah, it's yeah. It's all competitive <laughs> and you get together and yeah. And the same as weddings, I, I imagine now um, your your big weddings are now, because well, because of the rules, 50 people. Max here in Alberta, I heard. Yeah, 50. Yeah. It, and mean, they're saying that uh, it could be like that for two to three years yet. <coughs> well, there's a big deal. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. So it means yeah. you got to look two or three years before any kind of normality comes back. I think we that. almost have to shift to almost a totally different business model as far as wedding goes. Like we'll have to, you know, promote the backyard weddings and really be, you know, those kinds yeah, of... Yeah, you're probably right. If you could, that's probably a good focus point. Yeah. Think think of ways of attracting people into that scenario where yeah where people are doing that and yeah that's a tough one and good news is people are still dying. How <laughs> <laughs> you put that? Well, well, the good news is they're kicking the bucket. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying. Well, I mean, they're going to die. Still gonna be the, there's there's still going to be the sympathy bouquets you send out. Probably less funeral work because you're not really. You know, people well, are not small. having the big funerals yeah. anymore, you know, or the open funerals where there's lots of people. We did have our sympathy. The sympathy work went up because, of course, you're not able to be with that person necessarily to Correct. share your grief. So I did notice that did increase. So, I mean, here it is. I mean, it, I think to summarize, we're right. That's pretty well how you earn your money. Just a few places, yeah. Well, uh, if you can think of anything, throw it in because I can't. And I'll just go over them again. Calls on the phone. Yep. Calls on the phone with Google, Google AdWords. Clicks, yeah. Internet orders. Yeah, that's Google. Wire service orders. Yeah, discounted, yeah. Weddings and events. Yeah. Which would include funerals. Walk-in traffic. Yeah. That's about that. That's all I can think of. I think that summarizes it fairly well. Yeah, well, and now you got to figure out, now you look at that and you say, what ones can you tackle? Well, that's what I was just going to ask you. So we've, we've now established the florist is having a, a difficult time via pricing, obviously. We have a lot of costs that go against us as far as discounted orders and advertising costs. And if you don't advertise, you're really dead in the water, I would think. Yeah. Uh, you know, word of mouth helps, of course, but not necessarily reliable. So where do you go from here? Like, what's the next, what's the next step? Well, based on that, you look at all of those. I don't know how you can increase calls on the phone. I don't know how you can increase calls on with Google AdWords. I don't, you can spend more on Google, but that doesn't make sense to me because usually you're getting what you can. Internet orders come as the randomness of Google places you hear or there, or, you know, I'm talking about uh, just, Right, yeah. Yeah, guys that come into you. Wire service orders are what you've already cultivated. You can't do a better job on that. You have relationships that you've developed. I, yeah, I, I know. I don't I think do. you yeah. can grow it. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. Uh, maybe grow it because there's lots of guys going out of business. But as I said earlier in this, it doesn't seem to come down to it. You know, isn't the market share is not being like divided up evenly amongst I don't remaining it is. stores. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I don't think and the weddings and events, well, what are you going to do? It's, uh, that's it's again a tough one. Very doomy and gloomy today, Dad. <laughs> no, I'm not. I mean, 
I think what you have to do, and I, I think the whole thing that's left, and we could talk about that at length at some point, would be you have to increase your walk-in traffic. You have to get people walking into your stores so you get those 100% orders back. They're the only orders. Now, if you think about it, if you could add 10 people oh, yeah. coming into your store every day and you know you're gross. I know you're grossing up more than 50%. Don't lie to me. <laughs> I may or may not be. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the, the thing is that if you can get 10 more guys to come into your store every day. That's significant. Well, on a, you know, if you're doing $60 orders and you're, you're putting $40 or $20 worth of goods, there's $40 on the table somewhere. That's a lot of money. Well, it could be. That could be four hundred dollars or two thousand a week. Think of it that way. Yeah, that's eight grand a, a month. Well, it can't. It can be. Although I, I think to get them back in, you're gonna you're gonna have to be more creative than just trying to attract them in. Well, you know that could be. I think maybe maybe we, if you're interested, pause here. But that could be a great topic for the next one. Kind of a. Well, I do have some ideas on it. I have some ideas how you could attract it in, and you're right. It's too long for this podcast. We could talk about that another time. That's it. I'm done. Okay. And we're done, people. Just like that, as always. So we will continue this discussion at another time. And I look forward to getting this podcast out to you. And as always, please subscribe on Apple or Spotify or whatever um, form you use to listen to your podcasts. And if you have any questions or comments... Definitely send them in. We love to, to read them and we quite enjoy it. So thanks and stay tuned.